Today's adventure finds us back at the airport on our way to Westfield for a three-hour workshop. this week from David Keller who's the VP of Carrier Relations at Keystone Insurers Group and I uh, thought it was very appropriate to share with all of you because I think it's something we're all thinking about. I'm gonna read the email to you first and then we'll get in what the answer is. So um, Ryan, I remember the success to be gained by developing targeted prospect lists, smiling and dialing, playing the numbers game, and writing a percentage of what you started with which in the end was successful in generating additional business and revenue. You could correlate close ratios and additional writings slash revenue in the end to your starting point to ensure the fruits of your efforts. Those days are gone. So, I want to know, in the digital and social media world of today and tomorrow, what kinds of things need to be done and how do you do them in order to truly generate additional business and revenue and how do you correlate the end result to your starting point? Thanks, Dave. Dave, phenomenal question. What you're wondering is, how come today uh, we can't just do a thing and have it produce an expected uh, result? And this is something we're all struggling with big time because in the past, there were not as many options for people. There was direct advertising. You could do the mail, you could do the newspaper, you could do TV, you could do radio. That was about it. Uh, and then you could do the phone. And if you got a, a phone call list, you call 100 prospects, 10 of them set meetings, two of them buy from you, and you know all you need to do is make 100 more phone calls to write two more deals. And you do that over and over and over again, and that's how you build a book of business. The unfortunate answer to your question, Dave, is that the linear path in which sales used to take place are completely gone. They no longer exist. We cannot assume a linear path in how we operate our business. So the, the last click mentality, which is a, a pay-per-click term, the last click that someone took to a sale is how we attribute uh, that sale. The last click is for losers. And what I mean by that is that if you're only looking at the last click as attribution as to where that sale comes from, then you're not getting the complete picture and ultimately you're not understanding how your efforts in the digital space result in success in your sales funnel. So what does it mean to have a non-linear path? It means that uh, someone might see a blog post that you write, then they might meet you at the local Little League game, then they might see an advertisement that you do in the newspaper, then they might drive by your office, then they might see an email that gets forwarded to them by one of your current clients, then they might be at a PTO meeting and asking some questions about uh, insurance or the topic of insurance comes up and one of your clients talks about an experience they have with your agent. Agency. And then they see a pay-per-click ad which has your 
agency website and brand on it, they click that, come through, call you, and you attribute that to the pay-per-click. But really, there was seven previous touches of your brand and before they ever decided to pick up the phone and call you. So in that scenario, how do you actually attribute any one of those activities to the sale of that business? Well, just, just giving all the credit to the pay-per-click ad in this case really doesn't do all the other work you did, instilling uh, good brand value in your customers so they're willing to talk about you, placing an advertisement in your newspaper, um, writing good content on your blog. All these different features uh, create kind of a ping pong effect throughout throughout the digital and analog world, which ultimately trigger that insurance consumer to pick up the phone and call you. doesn't mean that you shouldn't calculate last click ROI. You absolutely should. It's just in today's world, it's just one data point of the overall structure. Today, we need to be looking at branding plus marketing plus sales for the win. Then we sprinkle advertising on top in the places where we see big wins happening or the opportunity to throw a little gasoline on the fire and ignite our success. So what does that look like? If you see a blog post that's doing incredibly well, people are sharing it, sharing it, talking about it. You can see that the contact form on that page is getting a bunch of fills. You can see that there's calls coming from that page. Then you double down. You push that piece of content out through Facebook. You push it out through LinkedIn. You pay for additional advertising. You pay for advertising on Twitter. Maybe you send it out via your newsletter, you really double into those places where you see a win. Starting with advertising is absolutely a mistake. Branding plus marketing plus sales equals the win. Then you use advertising on top. Advertising, that is how you work in today's world because no one of those things is going to drive success and no one is going to always drive success over and over again. that sales is not a linear path anymore. It's now non-linear, that there's multiple touch points coming in an almost completely unpredictable pattern. The truth is dialing for dollars still works. The issue becomes we just can't expect it to work in the same way that it worked before. When, we, when we're gonna make phone calls as part of our prospecting, it has to be accompanied by many other actions. We have to be advertising to those people on Facebook. We have to re be retargeting them through Google ads. We have to be hitting them with direct mail, uh, getting emails and sending drip email campaigns, delivering value through events, advertising in the local market, asking for referrals from friends, and getting to them from multiple angles, finding you know that the, the connection points, maybe use a tool like LinkedIn to find people that you have in common, that you have common friends, common business connections, and using those leverage points as a way to, to use the phone call as just another touch point in the process. To Dave's point, we can no longer expect, we make 100 phone calls, we set 10 appointments, we sell two accounts. Those days are gone but we make 100 phone calls, we touch 
20 people, build 20 new relationships. Uh, those relationships turn into people that come to our events. They come in, They turn into people who maybe we say, hey, we have a great newsletter. It's specific to your industry. It comes out once a month. Would you be okay with me putting you on that newsletter? Maybe that's the reason for the phone call. And then over time, the newsletter drips out information and then they pick up the phone and call you. Dialing for dollars works. It's just not the same process. We can't expect that same linear path from prospect to sale to happen in the same way. Now I gotta go do three hours for Westfield. I'm gonna crush it. So to actually answer Dave's question, how do we find a method in digital that allows us to track back what's successful and what's not? First, the first thing you gotta do is figure out what are you actually good at? Like, what do you like doing? What do you like creating? If you don't like doing video, if if you get very uncomfortable and and, and don't love it, you're, you're, you're never gonna actually get into it and do it enough to be able to figure out whether it works or not. What could you see yourself creating on a mass scale? Because nothing that you choose, you're not gonna have to do over and over and over and over again. Nothing is one and done. So try to pick a medium that actually works for you. The worst mistake you can make is getting into video because you think you should be doing it when really you hate it so then you never actually make the time or invest in building the skills that make you good at doing video second track everything track where you, how often you're blogging track the traffic you're getting track the uh, conversions in your contact form track the number of phone calls you're getting track the number of comments and engagement that you're getting in the social channels that you're in if you track everything that gives you a picture at what's really going on in your ecosystem of marketing and branding and advertising and sales. Just tracking one thing like number of calls is not a good indicator of what's actually happening because you may find that even though uh, Facebook generates it uh, doesn't generate a lot of phone calls. It generates a ton of engagement, which gets people talking about your agency and your business, which then ultimately might lead to direct traffic to your website or may uh, lead to more referrals. Point is, if you're not tracking it, you don't know what's happening. Track as many pieces of data as you can so you can get a look at the full picture of how your activity is generating new opportunities. So I want to put a pin in my answer to David and essentially my answer is that there really isn't an answer. There is no linear path to tracking where your business comes from. It's impossible. But I want to leave you with four thoughts. One, track the entire universe. There are tools that can help you do this. HubSpot's a great one for everything that revolves around your website. Obviously, you have to have Google Analytics in place. Uh, Moz, M-O-Z.com is a great one from a search perspective. And then there are a bunch of uh, social media tools. And at this point, there's so many that to name one would be silly. Two, if you're tracking everything, you can cut what falls flat 
quickly so you can see what's happening. If you're running, if you're doing video and it's just not connecting, but your audio is crushing it and crushing it from the standpoint of people are engaging with you, they're writing you emails, they're calling in, they're referencing the podcast when they ask you for a quote or want to get together with you for coffee and take relationships deeper or want you to have, come look at their policies or their business, then you can cut the things that aren't working and double down into, which is number three, double down into into the places that are actually working. But you can only do this if you're tracking the universe of activity. And the last one, four, constantly reevaluate what's going on. I, I wish that I could give you a straightforward path, a straightforward answer to this question. And the reason I can't is because really, it changes all the time. And I have absolutely no idea what's gonna work for you versus an agent down the street versus an agent who has multiple locations or just works on personal lines or just works on commercial lines. And an agent that looks very similar in commercial lines that what works for them in upstate New York might be completely different than what works in rural Ohio or metropolitan Minneapolis. The answer is you have to do the work, you have to track, you have to cut what doesn't work, double into the places where you're finding strength. That's the true answer to this question. And the only way you get there is by tracking as much as you possibly can, watching it all, looking for trends, cutting what doesn't work, and doubling into what does. Dave, I hope that answers your question. I am waiting to go home here after three incredible hours in Westfield. I'm tired, I'm beat up, but I love you guys. I'm out. So to ants, so to, fuck, you can tell I've spoke, I just spoke for three hours, I can't even get the first sentence out.